Welcome to Sharana's Mental Health Podcast. Don't tell me what to do. This week, like every week, we get together and talk about life as it's happening. We show up with honesty and humor to support our individual and collective healing journeys. It's our hope that this episode inspires you to show up for yourself too. So let's get to it. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. I can hear you very well. Loud and loud and clear over here in the New York City. Oh, man. How are you? I'm well. What's up? I cannot show up my face on video this Ah. morning. Uh, Like it's it's not a technical issue. It's more that you prefer to, to be off camera. Is that the situation? It's more like uh, I have a raging migraine and my face looks not the best. Oh, uh, no. It's cool. It's cool. It's fine. As long as um, you don't see this, you will not be disturbed. <laughs> well, well, thank you. I appreciate you considering my mental well-being. I don't know if I would be disturbed because I cannot see you, but I'm sorry that you have a raging headache. And I also realized that I came on very strong and was almost yelling into the <laughs> into the uh, call. So I've quieted my voice a little bit and hopefully that'll be uh, soothing-ish to your, to your migraine. <clears throat> well, thank you. <laughs> You're on another note, how are you doing? Oh, on another note, um, quite well. Uh, I feel like there's just a lot of fantastic, wonderful uh, energy just swirling around in my being and and outside of my being. Um, and then I've noticed moments as well where uh, no particular, uh, I noticed this the other day, a couple of different times this week of no particular trigger per se. Um, maybe it was a subconscious thing that bubbled up, or maybe it was a passing thought or whatever it was, because we don't always need to, I don't think, in my opinion, um, identify the trigger. It can be helpful, but um, but basically it was like all of a sudden I I was doing my thing, living my life. And then like a really like challenging emotion showed up and I was like, Oh, wait a minute. Oh, what's this? I noticed at first my, my natural instinct as a human to be like, eh, let's push it away. Let's keep moving. Let's focus on whatever I can do anything else. Keep on moving, keep on moving. And then I really, ah, I gave my ch- myself the, the chance to really honor it and go, Oh yeah, it's feeling a little prickly inside of me. Okay, got it. And when we allow ourselves to focus on it, or I'll say for myself at the moment, when I allowed myself to focus on it, it it shifted and moved out relatively relatively quickly. Um, so that's just it's, I just find it to be such an interesting practice. You know, it's it's a personal practice as well as you know a professional practice. So you know, it's a practice of being human. <laughs> I like that because. <clears throat> Right when we when you talk about being in your body and not just in your head, like having focusing on just trying to find that trigger instead of working on the emotion, now you're in your head trying to figure it out because you need a name or you need a a label for that right trigger or for whatever is is happening. Um, so yeah, that's that's cool that you know 
it just not doesn't have to always there's no like right way to handle some of these things right yeah sometimes yeah. it just happens absolutely and i i love what you're saying and it reminded me of the you know the idea of we don't need a reason to be able to validate our emotion we're having an emotional experience and and that's okay and that's important to recognize and it can be as simple as that. It doesn't have to have a reason or a, a connection to it. And, you know, for humans, and I certainly see this, um, you know, in my clients, I'm thinking about a, a couple of them, actually, that specifically from, from this week, where it's like, why am I, why am I feeling this sadness? What's going on? I'm not sure what the reason is. And, and in some ways, the question is, what if it doesn't what if it doesn't matter? What if the healing is happening by allowing, honoring the emotion, not necessarily connected to any particular thing outside of us and know that when we experience the emotion and we be present with it and allow it to flow through our bodies, that, that that's plenty and that that's more than enough and that that's actually layers of our stuck emotions that we haven't let ourselves feel, right? That you might be releasing sadness from something that occurred when you were eight and a half years old. We don't know. And when we can let our bodies do the healing more than the mind, as you were saying, you know, making meaning of, of it, you know, with the mind going, okay, it's this. So that makes sense of why I'm feeling sad. So I, I'm allowed to feel sad because I can pinpoint the reason. But when we allow our bodies, oof, allowing our bodies to heal so much more uh, power in that. And I don't want to downplay the importance of our minds, but how much power that is to allow the organic healing that bubbles up from our subconscious and our in our bodies. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if it's different for women, but um, I feel like we're just if we have especially a negative emotion right like we we try to make sense of it we try to like make sure that it's rational because if you go out there, you know and i think these things right like sometimes sometimes i feel frustrated right or or upset and i'm like nothing has happened and then in my, that that i can say like something major happened where I'm like upset about or, or just feel frustrated within myself. Mm -hmm. And I try to like go outside and pretend that, that I'm going to, I don't know, that like to release my energy because I'm upset, right. Instead of trying to like make sense of it and think about it and, and try to, have a logical reason as to why and, and where it's coming from. Instead of just sometimes I just have to be mad and and go do something outside and, and release the energy or whatever and and it it helps me. It helps me try when I when I truly make the effort to not just make sense of everything that is happening through my head and my body, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, you're, you're sharing, you know, your experience of like the, an example, right. Of exactly what, what we're talking about here, right. It's like, we don't need to try to stay in our heads about it. We don't need to try to figure, figure out the why 
it's it's really important to just allow ourselves to be with the emotion and and allow it to move through our bodies. And we can do that in so many different ways, certain, you know, breathing techniques, breath work, vigorous movement, um, sounding, you know, making funny sounding voices, allowing it out, like tapping different parts of our bodies, going for a run, doing jumping jacks, you know, like you were saying, going, going outside and doing stuff. So actually, I'd love to hear sort of um, some of your and your go-tos. Do you feel like you have certain go-tos? Like if you're feeling like angry or, or some other kind of difficult and uncomfortable emotion, what are some of the ways that you, uh, that you allow yourself to move through it? This is going to be pretty funny. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but I, I know, I don't know if it's going to be funny, but it's funny for me. <laughs> um, funny haha. When I, when I feel a, when I'm upset, right? Like I go outside and pretend that I'm a boxer, not like a dog boxer, but a boxer, <laughs> athlete boxer. And I just do a couple moves. Like, mm, mm, mm. Um, yeah, it helps me. <laughs> um, is that crazy? <laughs> is that crazy or what? <laughs> it is so freaking awesome. Yes. It's really right. You are absolutely <clears throat> using your body and you're and you're right. You're punching the air or whatever you're doing, right? The shadow boxing stuff and and really allowing the aggression, the feelings, the ah, to move and release out of your body in the present moment. It's not getting stuck. If you just sat there with it. And, you know, grinned and bared it, so to speak, or said, nope, being angry is not an acceptable emotion. There's no reason for me to be angry. I deny my anger. So I push it down and tuck it away into my body, pocketed somewhere inside. Then it stays stuck there. And then I feel like we probably, I think we talked about this in another episode. It then shows up in some other weird way, right? By like yelling at our partner or, you know, in, in whatever way it, it shows up, it's projected in a different way because all of this stuck energy needs to move out of us at some time. So when, when we, and, and what you were, you know, doing with this, uh, with this boxing is you are, allowing it to not get stuck. You are being proactive about your healing and about your mental health. It's like, nope, no need to let it get stuck. I'm validating. I'm recognizing. I'm really feeling it. Let me move through it now so it doesn't get stuck in my body and come out in some other funky way later. And oh, it comes out of in funky ways. I mean, <laughs> Literally those days, I or, or actually the days that I don't or the times that I, I don't do this and I truly marinate with my em negative emotions and just keep them in and I don't do anything about it. I mean, it's true. Like my relationship with my partner is suffers, right? Because now I'm like have this pinned up anger or, or, or feeling like, but it's nothing in particular, really. Nothing that he did, nothing that actually happened. Some, some, for some reason, I'm just annoyed at everything. And when I don't 
go out and try to just let it out, you know, I mean, I am just, I, I can't handle it. I, I mean, anything he says is just a, I want him to be my punching bag and uh, instead of me going outside and, you know, I'm, I'm just like, Everything annoys me, and, and it just builds up and builds up, and 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 I realize that the more it does, is the harder for me is to get out. Like now, I'm in this thought of like anger and just anger, right? Like it's at, at nothing or nobody in specific, but now I'm in inside this insane anger feeling that I can't get out sometimes, which makes you know that leads to me being upset longer through the day or you know being able to even say like i get so worked up sometimes that i like sometimes i can't even say hey i'm sorry i was like just having a hard time and i just run with that anger and then everything else becomes a problem if that makes sense um yeah so i've been working on that a lot just because that's one of the emotions that just for me come out of nowhere and then invade me in such a way <laughs> that um if i don't act on it it will ruin the rest of my day. It will run the rest of my behavior for the rest of the day, which is damaging to relationships and, and, and just to myself, because then, you know, once that passes, because eventually passes, right? Um, now I'm like feeling like, damn it, I should have done something or, or why did I behave that way? Now, how do I back paddle and like apologize to the people around me or, or, or to myself or, or whatever, right? So. Yeah, it's a it's a hard one because you gotta recognize, you gotta let it happen, um, and and I feel like for women, right, like we have to manage some of our emotions in public, even in by public, I mean even with our partners or whoever. Um, mm. I feel like the burden is even higher to to manage those emotions because we can be very hysteric apparently in the outside world. Um, so yeah. I think it's very important to, to, it's a working process, like everything. I mean, like I said, it happens sometimes I manage it, sometimes I'm in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we're enmeshed in it, identified as it, fully, fully in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's a very valuable thing to talk about of the, the, some of the differences granted we're generalizing, right. About, gender and, and, you know, emotion expression, but absolutely we are socialized to, you know, and, and specifically related to our gender, you know, um, uh, socialized into and being labeled, right. The hysterical woman or the overly emotional woman. And that certainly is detrimental to, to all you know, genders that anyone identifies as because it, it limits, it limits, it limits our ability to express ourselves and share, share really what's, what's going on. And, you know, men certainly have their, their own uh, huge <laughs> limitations. I'll even call it an impediment uh, typically related to, to emotions because, from an early age, men are really taught, nope, you don't show your emotions. You don't feel your emotions. Push them down and keep moving forward. Man up. Real men don't cry, sure. <laughs> Real men, okay. 
Thank, thank you for letting me know that, Anna. Now I now I'm aware of it. Okay, I'll reconfigure all my thinking. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I hear you. It's um in both sides, right? Absolutely. Which ultimately, right, is what is brought. I mean, one of the factors that brought us where we are as a. I feel like in general as a society, where um we try to just push our feelings aside and just be like, you know, for men and women, right? Men have been told this their whole life and now women are like, you know what? Just move on. Do we need to do all these things? Do we need to talk about all these things? And and, and we do, right? Because now we're here and it's we're as as humans we're having a hard time um oftentimes um relating to others and, and being kind to ourselves and others and because we are all I feel like not all, but you know, we are often thinking um that we should act one way when we should just act the way that we need to act <laughs> to care for ourselves and, and, you know, the people around us uh, without a label or without a script that you must follow this if you are this or you must follow that if you're that, I guess. Yeah. 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 And, and the, and the truth <laughs> and the truth of the matter on let me just share this truth of the matter is that when we, allow ourselves to feel our wide range of human emotions and our partner also feels safe to express and feel their full range of emotions and not by, I mean, this will happen, of course, the projecting and, and blaming and being reactive towards each other. And that's where, you know, rupture occurs and arguments occur. And when I work with, I'm just sort of thinking of when I work with my couples, it's like the idea of allowing the the rupture repair to be a healing process, to be a chance to become aware of your patterns, right? Okay. What brought on the rupture? And when we can really move into that feeling space, and then the and then deeper closeness and connection and sense of safety arises. Feel your feels. No reason required. It's good for you and good for your relationships. For sure. We hope you enjoyed Sharana's latest episode. If it struck you in any way, please leave a comment, tell a friend, but don't tell him what to do. And follow us on social media at Sharana underscore podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe and see you next time.